Tazahal, and welcome to the A Thousand Lives broadcast, the go-to podcast for all things related to Christian missions in China. This is Austin, your host and missionary to China with Vision Baptist Missions and the Vision for China team. For more information about Vision Baptist Missions, the Vision for China team, and how to take the first step on your path to making Jesus famous in China, head on over to visionforchina.org. That's V-I-S-I-O-N-F-O-R-C-H-I-N-A dot O-R-G. There you'll also find a slew of resources to aid you in both sharing the gospel with Chinese friends, as well as to help you encourage others to give their lives to making Jesus known in China. For last week's episode, we got to travel along with missionary James O. Fraser through Burma and the mountains of southwestern China as he entered Yunnan, the province he would spend decades preaching and ministering in. As he and his mule traversed the rough terrain, he was struck with the thought that the Chinese language may be as challenging to navigate as the mountains that lay ahead. Be sure to listen in to last week's podcast to hear how James rose to that challenge of mastering Chinese and glean from his experience how we today can as well. Remember, the Underground Jiahui Conference is coming up this week, beginning on Friday, October 22nd. Underground Jiahui is a conference hosted by our Vision for China team that is all about missions in China. The excitement this year is palpable as we gear up with final preparations for the conference. We've got some exciting things scheduled, including preaching on missions, teaching on China, downtime with missionaries, and special sessions set aside particularly for praying for China and asking the Lord to reopen its borders. Again, the two-day conference is going to be held Friday, October 22nd, and end the following day, Saturday the 23rd, and we hope to see you there. Please be sure to register online at visionforchina.org slash underground. That's V-I-S-I-O-N-F-O-R-C-H-I-N-A dot O-R-G slash U-N-D-E-R-G-R-O-U-N-D to secure your spot and enter yourself to win a $500 mission trip voucher. That's right, you will be entered to win a $500 mission trip voucher just by registering and attending. Again, head on over to visionforchina.org slash underground for details and registration. It is not, I repeat, it is not too late to register. So go ahead and reserve your spot today. As always, never miss an episode of the A Thousand Lives broadcast by going ahead and subscribing or following on your podcasting platform of choice. We're on Apple, iHeartRadio, Overcast, and so much more. Head on over to visionforchina.org slash podcast. That's V-I-S-I-O-N-F-O-R-C-H-I-N-A dot O-R-G slash P-O-D-C-A-S-T for a complete directory of where you can listen in online. Subscribing to or following the broadcast with notifications turned on on your phone will set you up to get a reminder each Monday morning as new episodes publish. Of course, you can find Vision for China on Facebook, where giving us a like will keep you up to date with occasional posts about what the Vision for China team is up to, as well as what we're talking about here on the podcast. And of course, if you're more of the Instagram persuasion, you can find and follow Vision for China there as well. As always, if you like what you're hearing, go ahead and leave a comment and rating within the podcast app as well. The more interaction the podcast gets, both within podcast apps and on social media, the more likely it is to be discoverable by others. Taking the small step translates to a huge help towards us getting the word out that Jesus is worthy of being made much of in China. 
And again, if you're one of those overachievers and want to go that extra mile, go right ahead and share the broadcast on social media or maybe send a personal email to that person you know who desires to teach English in China or that person at church considering getting more involved in missions. We with Vision for China are asking the Lord to raise up more preachers to go to China proclaiming Christ. And we want to get the word out that there are opportunities to serve the Lord in this awesome country. One thing we're finding out is that many who were previously working in China are locked out of the country due to coronavirus and other related travel restrictions and are praying about how to get back in. Even methods of staying quote-unquote connected to China like VIPKid and other online educational platforms are shutting down due to new regulations. So if you know someone in one of those situations, please go right ahead and point them to this broadcast. Sending someone a quick link to the podcast might just be the first time they've heard that there is actually a path to preaching and doing full-time ministry in China. They might not have ever heard of all the opportunities to make Jesus known through preaching and serving Him there in the Middle Kingdom. So go ahead and share with them, and maybe even pass word along to them about Underground Jiaohui as well. They'll probably thank you for it. Well, for our episode this week, follow a crowd of students flooding into the city of Changde for provincial examinations as missionary Jonathan Goforth invites them in to tour his home and hear a gospel presentation. What sort of strange and foreign knickknacks will this white devil, as he was called, have laying around his home? Will he have the bodies of children stuffed in containers, as all the urban legends about missionaries suggest? And what exactly is this so-called gospel message that Jonathan Goforth seems so eager to discuss? What is it all about? Well, we'll be exploring the answers to all these questions and more right after the Chinese Region of the Week. As I mentioned last week, over the course of the broadcast this first season, we have highlighted all of China's main provinces, municipalities, and other regions. You know, China has a total of 34 distinct regions, and we've highlighted each of them in some form or fashion once. Last week, we took more of a bird's-eye view of China and got a good lay of the land as far as the religion and worldview of many Chinese people. Now, in light of the Underground Jiaohui Conference, which is coming up at the end of this week, I'd like for us to highlight in this episode the current need to pray for China's borders to reopen. You know, China is changing, and within a span of less than about two years, it seems as though China has undergone quite the seismic shift particularly in regards to its openness to outsiders. Previously assumed to be temporary COVID-related measures, these shifts are now, in recent weeks, revealing themselves to have the potential of being more long-term. Visas to get into China are scarce. Opportunities to enter the country in the coming months admittedly seem a bit slim, and even previous ways to stay connected, such as VIPKID and other online educational portals, are being shut down too. But here's the thing, despite these changes, we with Vision for China trust that God's love for the Chinese and God's desire to see them saved remains constant. In light of this constant, Vision for China is thrilled to host Underground Jiaohui 2021, Door of Utterance. Underground Jiaohui is a conference all about missions in China put on by missionaries with the Vision for China team. In Colossians chapter 4, verses 2 through 4, Scripture says, 
Continue in prayer and watch in the same with thanksgiving. Withal, praying also for us that God would open unto us a door of utterance to speak the mystery of Christ, for which I am also in bonds, that I may make it manifest as I ought to speak. Friends, will you, listening in today, join us in prayer for China's borders to reopen? Will you ask the Lord to allow missionaries and preachers who are currently trying to get in to be able to do so, so that the grace of Jesus Christ could be highly exalted in China, so that the mystery of Christ, so that the truth of the gospel could be boldly proclaimed in China? Of course, you are invited to come out to the conference and pray with us in person. We would love to see you there. Thank you so much for listening into this podcast regularly, and we would love to meet you in person at Underground Jiaohui. At the same time, we understand that many listening in may not be able to join us in person. Even so, would you please join us in praying from wherever you are? Will you ask the Lord to open China up so that more preachers can enter with the gospel? Would you pray for the people of China? Would you pray for them to hear the gospel and be saved, be transformed? Would you pray and ask the Lord to send them more laborers who will surrender their lives to give them the good news of Jesus Christ? Would you pray for China's borders to reopen? Brother, why not surrender your life to being that laborer and boldly proclaiming the gospel among them? How, after all, are they going to hear without a preacher? Please come in. Please come in. Jonathan Goforth shouted as the crowd pressed in. He motioned with his hand to one side, indicating that there was still standing room there in the far corner. He glanced over at Brother Zhang in the doorway and gave him a nod to let him know to cap the crowd. There were nearly three dozen students packed into Goforth's living room at this point, and they were all glancing every which way with utter amazement on their faces. Jonathan could hear two students' conversation through all the commotion and could make out that they were attempting to figure out what the sewing machine was. Brother Zhang closed the door and go forth began. Teachers, students, and honored guests, it is with great pleasure that my wife and I welcome you into our home. I'm sure that most of you have never visited the home of a foreigner before and we are overjoyed to allow you a look around so long as you allow us the privilege of sharing some wonderful news with you. The students were all half listening, half mesmerized with even the smallest of things there, including things as innocuous as the furniture. The chairs all seemed so soft and so strange. One cluster of students was fascinated by the Canadian-style lamp on the Goforth's end table, while another group was examining some English language books there on the coffee table. Everything was so strange to them. After allowing them a couple of minutes, Goforth directed them to enter his study. Immediately, all eyes were glued to the maps on the wall and especially the globe on his desk. Uh, what is this thing? exclaimed a student as he discovered the globe could spin. 
That, replied Goforth, is a representation of our world. Our world is, in fact, round. Jonathan was met with puzzled glances, so he proceeded to explain a bit more in depth and even mentioned the rotation of the earth. Wouldn't we all fall off of it if it did? One student quipped. Well, you see, Jonathan went on, our creator fashioned the world in such a way as to arrange the laws of attraction so that it is impossible to fall off. But doesn't the sun revolve around the earth? Another student retorted. These students may seem ignorant to our modern Western ears, but we would do well to remember that at this point in Chinese history, much of world geography and astronomy were still not studied in China. These students had come from all over Henan province for the yearly provincial examinations of governing officials and were truly the province's brightest. As Jonathan discussed back and forth with them, many believed him and what he had to say about the world being round and revolving around the sun. Jonathan was sure to elaborate on the vastness of the universe, and Jonathan even made mention of the distances between the stars in the night sky and the distances between them and our world. He spoke of the velocity with which these heavenly bodies whirled through space and watched the faces of the students as they were growing more and more mesmerized with every sentence. Noticing that they were deep in thought, Jonathan decided it was time to ask the question. He cleared his throat <clears throat> and began. Tell me, which one of your temple gods has been able to create and control this amazing universe of ours? There was a pause. A few students glanced around at one another, lost in thought. Then, one man, a teacher, standing towards the back, named Mr. Neil, spoke up. 看来,我们都是金地之蛙。Truly, we are all frogs down in a well, looking up at the heavens and imagining that we see the whole expanse. I guess there is much about the world that we are yet to learn. With that, Jonathan took it as his cue to begin to explain to them the God of the Bible. When you entered a few moments ago, I told you that we are privileged to allow you to see our home and that we have some wonderful news to share. Well, the news is that there is a Creator God who is Lord over all. As large as this universe is, He upholds it all by the word of His power. This God not only created the world below and the stars above, He also created you and me. As our Creator, He has given us commands to obey. Goforth, beginning in this way, took a few minutes to explain sin, death, and hell to the crowd. Then he took a few more minutes to preach Jesus, the cross, the resurrection, and eternal life to them. Needless to say, for the vast majority of these students and teachers, this was the first time they had heard anything like the gospel. It was very foreign and yet equally fascinating. After giving them the gospel, he allowed them into the kitchen, dining room, and cellar, all the while pausing to give them time to satisfy their curiosity about the many never-before-seen things around them. 
He was careful to instruct them while in the cellar to lift every lid off of every box and jar and look inside. In this way, Jonathan did away with the urban legend going around which said that missionaries were performing experiments on children and then stuffing their bodies in jars. The students were all glad to see that these were nothing more than rumors and even seemed excited to dispel those rumors when they returned home after their examinations. Completing the tour, Jonathan escorted them out of the back door and reminded them that they were welcome to come hear him preach at the chapel downtown that evening to hear more about the Lord who created the universe and his love for all people. Mr. Neal seemed particularly interested in this offer and assured Jonathan that he would do his best to be in attendance and bring some of his students along with him. That night, in the chapel service, Jonathan and many of the Chinese preachers boldly declared the gospel to a swelling crowd. And sure enough, Mr. Neal and many of his students were present. When an invitation was given, Mr. Neal indicated that he was under conviction of sin. And that night, after the service, Mr. Neal believed in the Lord Jesus Christ for salvation. Brother, while much has changed in the last 100 plus years in regards to missions in China, much has stayed the same. Though most, if not all, modern Chinese people would certainly recognize that the earth is round and that the earth revolves around the sun, so many Chinese still do not recognize that they have a creator. They are still ignorant of the fact that there is a God in heaven and that he not only created them, but will one day judge them. So many are still oblivious to the fact that that God sent his only begotten son, Jesus Christ, into this world to die for them. As preachers in this modern area, while we may not have any new science or technology to wow the people of China with, we do have the gospel message, which alone is the power of God unto salvation. Jonathan Goforth actually hosted many groups of students on these tours of his home during this season of his life. With each group, he was sure to preach the gospel and offer invitations to come to chapel to hear more. You see, education is prized in China, and the students in today's story were all in Changde for testing. Even today, education is still held in high esteem there in China, and there are still multitudes of students who have no knowledge of God and the Bible. How sad it is that many of these students will never hear a clear presentation of the gospel like those who visited Jonathan Goforth's home all those years ago. They won't, that is, if we, who today have the truth, don't do all in our power to go and preach the message to them. Brother, will you consider leaving behind the comforts of your life here in America and beginning today doing all in your power to get the gospel message to China? Will you consider boldly preaching Jesus Christ to the students and other young people in China? Jesus is worthy of being magnified, even among China's educated. He is worthy of being proclaimed to China's poor. He is worthy of it all because he has created all things and upholds it all by the word of his power. In today's story, Mr. Neal realized he is nothing more than an insignificant frog with a limited perspective on life, and then was shown from the Bible that Jesus is both Creator and Savior. Brother, why not, like Jonathan Goforth, give your life to preaching this Savior in China? 
My friend, opportunities abound to preach Jesus and serve him in China. And I beg you to consider serving in China. I plead with you to pray and ask the Lord what he would have you do for him in China. If you want to take your next step towards China and learn how to either get on or continue on a path towards full-time ministry there, reach out to us with Vision Baptist Missions and the Vision for China team. You can email us at info at visionmissions.com, that's I-N-F-O at V-I-S-I-O-N-M-I-S-S-I-O-N-S dot C-O-M, or email me personally at austin at reachingchina.org. That is A-U-S-T-I-N at R-E-A-C-H-I-N-G-C-H-I-N-A dot O-R-G. We'd love to talk to you about the steps you can take towards preaching Jesus in China, whether that next step be Bible training, ministry training, or language and culture training. We'd love to guide you on your path to making Jesus famous in China. We'd love to point you to resources. We'd love to direct you to materials and counsel with you. You have an open invitation to reach out. Brother, Jonathan Goforth was willing to invite people into his home, treat them with hospitality, and preach the gospel to them. He was hospitable. Hao ke. Hao ke. Hao ke is Chinese for hospitable. Brother, will you move your life to China and there invite people into your home to be hao ke and preach the gospel to them? China needs more men who will be halka and boldly preach Christ to them. Will you, my friend, be that halka preacher who will graciously tell them about Jesus? If not you, then who? Well, this concludes today's episode of the A Thousand Lives broadcast. The Underground Conference is this week. I repeat, this week. For next week's episode, we will try to have a special episode related to the conference. Lord willing, it might even be recorded during the conference. You're not going to want to miss it. If you haven't already, go ahead and hit that subscribe button for the A Thousand Lives broadcast so that you won't miss out on other exciting stories and interviews all centered on preaching Christ in China. While you're at it, please remember to register for Underground Jiaohui at visionforchina.org slash underground. That's V-I-S-I-O-N-F-O-R-C-H-I-N-A dot O-R-G slash U-N-D-E-R-G-R-O-U-N-D. Please remember to pray for more laborers for China this week. Chinese people need more preachers who are willing to be halka and graciously and boldly preach the gospel to them. Thank you again for listening to the A Thousand Lives broadcast. This has been Austin, your host and missionary to China with Vision Baptist Missions and the Vision for China team. For more information about Vision Baptist Missions, the Vision for China team, and how to take the first step on your path to making Jesus famous in China, head on over to visionforchina.org. Again, V-I-S-I-O-N-F-O-R-C-H-I-N-A dot O-R-G. There you'll find a slew of resources to aid you in both sharing the gospel with Chinese friends as well as encouraging others to give their lives to making Jesus known in China. Well... Until next time, 再见。